Hello, welcome to Pure Portugal. We are today going to be talking to the lovely Alice, who is a member of our services directory on our website. Some of you may have already seen her posting things here and there on our Living the Good Life Facebook group. But we're going to find out a bit more about the background of kind of who Alice is and how she came to Portugal and obviously what you're now doing in Portugal, Alice, because you were not always in Portugal. <laughs> no, I wasn't. So I'm originally from the US. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. And I came to Portugal 11 years ago, right after I graduated from university. Mm -hmm. I came pretty much just on vacation. I was going to come, well, I was going to travel all around Europe. Oh. And yeah, someone suggested to me that I should try volunteering on organic farms because it's cheap and you can, you know, travel yeah. with less money. So I yeah, had no yeah. interest in organic farming. It was simply a way to travel cheaply. And Portugal was the first place I came. And on the yeah. first farm I came to, I met my now husband. Oh! So, <laughs> so and he amazing. was already involved in farming and, you know, the rest is kind of history. <laughs> we, wow. have, we have one young son and another one on the way, so. Oh, that's so lovely. How amazing. Yeah. That's fate, if ever there was fate, isn't it? Crikey. Yeah. And now my parents are both wanting to move, they're both retiring and they both want to move over to Portugal. So yeah, pretty much the whole family is going to be here before long. Oh, <laughs> that's lovely. Well, yeah, I mean, America's a long way from Portugal as well, isn't it? So I guess when you've still got family back there, that's, it's a long yeah. distance between, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So Especially have you ever, when, when you were living in America, did you have any experience of farming or that type of life at all? Or was this completely? Not, not at wow. all. Wow. <laughs> In fact, I went to a I went to a college that had a thousand acre like organic farm, and you know, I mean, I, I knew this wonderful thing about the school that I went to, but I had no interest in it. And now I look back and I'm like, oh, I could have learned so much there. But, oh, no, I, I I wasn't interested in it at all. But it found me. It's a wonderful thing. <laughs> How amazing, though. So so you so your plan was to what go to go around Europe for a while and then head back to America. Was that the original much, idea? Yeah, a few months, maybe six months, however long they no kind of let way. Yeah. So no, it's so, it, it so really you rocked up at your farm now and met your now husband, who I assume at the time you just arranged to do some volunteering with. Yeah. Little did he know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we we were in Guimarães, north of Porto, for about seven years on a farm there, and then we moved here near Viseu about two years ago. Um, okay. Because we have a little more space for our cows here, and we're able to rent several pieces of land that are just forest area for the cows. So, I mean, they're 100% grass-fed, but they also eat chestnuts and leaves and bushes. And, and it's, um, it's a very inexpensive way to feed them really well. So um, this area turned out to be much better for what we're trying to do than, than the space that we had before. So I see. Yeah. So they, they can roam a bit more freely easily that way. Yeah. 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 It's, it's so had really... he, he already had the cows before you met him. So when, when you yeah, went to him to volunteer. Yeah. He had just started. And uh, interestingly enough, he only became interested. He's a, a, a math major in an economics. He has a master's degree in economics. Oh, wow. and he only started farming to avoid the mandatory military service. So <laughs> He was able to do that as like an alternative to doing the two years of military service, which was required at the time when he when he was 18. And that's yeah. how he got interested in it. So we both came to it totally randomly and it worked out. <laughs> wow. Well, that's I mean, if there was if ever there was a story that was obviously, you know, you were meant to meet. That's it, isn't it? I think by the sound yeah, of it. I think so I think so. He got more than a volunteer. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't realize. <laughs> that's so lovely so so he's your husband is portuguese is that right yes yeah he grew up and in he's, portugal. 
yeah okay okay so he'd so when you when you first met him had he he hadn't been farming particularly long time it was a relatively new thing to him was it yeah he'd been farming for a little while yeah but um ultimately we kind of decided that we wanted to do focus more on the cows um i think you know as it's natural for everyone when you get into something new especially like farming you kind of want to try a lot of different things to see what's going to work for you and also what works in your space and mm. what you excel at i mean what you really interest you i mean animals mm. are a very specific thing you cannot take vacations when you have animals no I mean, it's um and it's hard because it's you know they're they're living things and it just requires a different kind of thing than than horticulture does um, yeah. So he had been doing a lot of different things and even together, you know, we try to diversify a little bit, but together we kind of were like, okay, I think this grass fed beef thing is where we want to, you know, we want to put our energy and our focus. And so together we've kind of worked to grow that more. And so it's, we work with two farms. It's us and another farmer that also has the same breed of cows and does grass fed. And so we work together. Oh wow. So you yeah. sort of collaborate with it. That's really nice. There's not very many of us out there. So it's kind of nice to have yeah. someone else who's, who's doing the same thing and has the same values so it's nice yeah and share experiences and all of that sort of thing yeah, yeah that's really nice it's so important isn't it i think in any part of life it doesn't really matter what it is you're doing it's you know to know you've got people around you who understand where you're coming from and you can relate to in that way so especially when it's something as big as farming i mean it's a huge undertaking isn't it you know yeah there's a lot of ups and downs <laughs> i mean yeah for sure a lot of, you know there's like babies born on the farm and you're like, oh, this is so wonderful. And then an animal gets sick and you're like, why am I doing this? You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it, this is the nature of, of any form of keep uh, keeping animals in any way for anything, isn't it? You know, it's the yeah, same it's not feeling from children really either. It's a bit yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you, so you moved to where you are now. How long ago did you say, sorry? A little less than two years ago so oh, okay relatively recently then yeah, actually yeah we're new to this area but we i really love the viseo area i mean it's it's a bit colder than Guimarães was but mm -hmm. and hotter in the summer but it's really beautiful and we have more native forest around us than we had there and it's a little bit less populated um so it's i mean we kind of weren't sure what we were getting into it's a little bit further from porto which is tough for us but you know, it's a balance. Finding the right place is especially yeah. work on land. I mean, just comparing prices of things and the distance to the city and, you know, it, there's so many things to consider, but so far yeah. we're, we're happier here than we were there. So, yeah, I mean, you've got a lot of requirements of boxes you've got to tick, haven't you? So there's only going to be so many places, I suppose, that can fit, tick all of those boxes for you, really. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. How much absolutely. land have you got now that you have to sort of care for and that you've got the cows on? Is it is it a large well, space? Yeah, it's um it's about 45 hectares, but wow. it's not just yeah, it's not just us. So there's another couple that's here on the farm also. So a lot of it is vineyard and then there's olive orchards, there's apple orchards, there's some horticulture and there's um there's a couple of full-time employees. So we wow. kind of focus on the cows and do most of the cow work. The other couple has an organic shop. So they, you know, they're working in their shop a lot. And then there's the guys that do the vineyard. And that vineyard thing is a whole nother. Yeah. World that's that a whole different beast. Yeah. Understand <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. like a science that is beyond. <laughs> so yeah, everybody has their, has their thing that they know how to do well and does well. And oh, that way. That's lovely. Because the problem we had in Gimarais is we were two people on 16 hectares. Mm -hmm. which we just never could keep it clean. You know, even mm -hmm. the cows are great. They eat everything, you know, they, but they don't keep it clean like 
clean, clean. No. It was just too much work for the two of us. And so we found yeah. that collaborating with another couple and being able to hire people together and to be able to do projects together was a better option for us than being alone on in a big space, even though especially the space with a young family, I think even more so because you've got more pressures in other directions that, you know, there's even more people needing you. And I mean, I've got a young family and I know myself, I think it's always nicer when you know you've got people you can you can yeah. sort of bounce ideas off with and, and it's and it's sharing that responsibility, as you say, isn't it? It's better to have everyone a, a little expert in their area than you be on your own doing your one thing. I think working together is great. So did you find these people before? Is this, how did you come to be where you are? Well, actually, actually, my husband has known them for like 20 years because oh, they, wow. are, they were originally in the organic um, co-op. They So my husband helped start the organic co-op in Porto and they started the Mio Sotis grocery store in Lisbon. And so they would buy things together from abroad for the organic store. So it's one of those organic communities in, very, very small in Portugal and they already knew each other. And so when they moved back to this farm, which had been in their family, there was a house on the on the property and they said, would you, you know, would you like to bring your cows and move here? And we were like, absolutely, that sounds amazing. Wow, so, that's a great opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's meant to be, isn't it? But then I guess you all bring something to the table and there's support from everybody, then it's, everyone's yeah. winning out of that, aren't they, you know? Yeah, and we're able to have other jobs. So my husband's also a math tutor. And then I also do some travel planning for Americans coming to Portugal. And like, these are little things that, you know, because farming alone as an income, I mean, it's, it's okay. It's not enough for us to live. It's not also mm. always reliable. Yeah. But it's, it's something that we really believe in, especially the cows is like, we really believe in having the cows, even when it's, you know, there's months and months that we don't make anything from it. Um, but you know, we realized we had to do other things on the side to be able to really have the lifestyle we wanted. So it's a little bit of everything. Everybody's kind of doing lots of little things. So I think it's kind of the only way to survive these days anyway. I think everybody yeah. does. So yeah. I agree. I think so. I think, yeah, it seems to me the more people I meet and speak to, especially doing these interviews, very few of people are just doing one thing. Most people are doing lots of little things, but they have their one sort of heart hobby stroke yeah. business, you know, and it's the, it's a lifestyle, isn't it? It's not just a business, you know, it's a lifestyle. And if that enables you to have the lifestyle you love and then you do the other smaller things on the side as well, then that it, it's just a bit of a safety net really, isn't it? Especially yeah. with something as unpredictable as livestock. I mean, yeah. you know, you they, can't get a more unpredictable but, business. But even just for me to be able to raise my, my kids in the countryside mm -hmm. and for them to be able to be, you know, outside all the time. I mean, that's for me, like I probably would, would live with nothing to be able to do that, but it's nice that, you know, we don't have to make that choice, but it's, you know, that's yeah. a, factor for me I mean for him to be able to have that space growing up you know definitely it's it's the it's the most lovely thing in the world I mean with kids you know I've got kids and seeing them being able to run outside and have freedom that you can't imagine them having in in other places yeah. there's nothing there's nothing that it's priceless isn't it I mean like you say I think you you know you'd go without many other things just to be able to know they have this amazing like lifestyle of innocence for a while really as well yeah yeah absolutely Oh, fantastic. And you mentioned before we started recording, you said you were going to, you obviously this year we've had the virus, which we won't mention, <laughs> the unmentionable. Everybody um, knows. <laughs> yeah, not that again. But uh, I know you said you, you know, you go down the road of looking at workshops and things like that, which I guess you will come back to in the future. Uh, you know, it's yeah. a virus depending. <laughs> yeah. 
we, we have such a beautiful space here and we have a lot of installations. We have a lot of buildings and stuff that we can use for different activities. And it, it was kind of sad because this year we really didn't do any of those things. And we feel like, oh, what a, what a, you know, what a waste. Um, like, for example, last year we did a like kind of a grape harvest, like a Vindima activity, but just for kids. So the kids oh, would kind lovely. of, yeah, the kids would help pick the grapes. And then we, you know, stomping, doing the whole stomping oh. thing. And then we, we had like a little press that we used to make juice. And so the kids all got to take home their own grape juice. So, you know, it's oh. little things like that, that like, well, it's fun for us too. Cause my kid was also doing it, but yeah. um, things like that, that are, you know, that really get, other people that are living in this area to come and get to know the farm and for us to be able to meet other people. Um, and then of course, as the side income, but th those kind of things we were really looking forward to this year, we were going to do a big, we grow some, there's some wild hops on the farm. And last year we had a local brewer who made a, like a, a beer just from our hops and our oh, garlic. Wow. So like everything in the beer, I guess everything in the beer was from here. Uh -huh. And we were going to have like a little Oktoberfest kind of thing and have that beer and have some other um, craft brewers come and stuff. And of course that didn't happen. So those are all things oh. that you know, next year we're doing it, you know, yeah, really and cool. even bigger and better <laughs> just, yeah. to, just it, to extra make up for it. Yeah. So, oh so yeah, I think you're right. I mean, uh, there's so many people who had these amazing, so many amazing workshops and group things planned. I mean, we've all been affected in one way or another by either not going to them or not being able to hold them. Yeah. And I think, we'll never not appreciate that ever again. I mean, not that we ever didn't, but you know what I mean? Like, we'll never take it for granted. I think it will always feel like yeah. this real blessing, won't it, to be able to all be together again. So, yeah. And it's, and it's hard because, I mean, we know that there's, so we have a little market here every Saturday in the morning and we're allowed to still do to do that. And but oh, meet good, a, yeah. a lot of people that way from the area. But I know there's so many people in this area that are interested in, you know, who are who are foreigners who are new to the country or, you know, who just haven't don't have a huge community that are looking to build a community here. Yeah. And, you know, we'd love to be a part of that and to meet new people for ourselves, but also to build those connections with other people that are living here. And, you know, we do it for a few hours on Saturday mornings. But it, it's, you know, if you can if you can do more you know organized activities you can just people get really get to know each other better and yeah so i think the potential in this area i mean Viseo, i feel like has a lot of people new people moving here yeah so it I does think. yeah loads yeah yeah and i think it's got a really nice community feel as well i mean a lot of people i know in that area uh yeah. sort of around where you are it's there's a really i mean most of portugal is like it to be honest with you i think it's attracting some amazing people and obviously the portuguese who are already there are loving in the smaller villages that maybe have been, you know, getting older and older and people have been moving away to see it coming back to life again. Yeah. Uh, it, everybody's really embracing it. But at the moment, it's a really hard time. I feel for anyone who's recently moved over at the minute because yeah, I, I can that. imagine, I mean, I yeah. know when I first moved to Portugal, I relied on being able to see and meet people. I can't imagine feeling in a new country and being sort of removed from being able to go and make these contacts. So anything is better than nothing, isn't it, I suppose? So people are welcome to come visit us still. I mean, if, if there are people in the area that want to come for like a little farm visit, you know, it, it, in small groups, we're still happy to have people come and, you know, see the yeah walk around and stuff. So we're still doing those kind of things. If anybody is seeing this in the area and thinks, oh, I want to go see what they're doing. We're still That's really to. lovely. And I think that's a really big lifeline. I know I know there's a lot of people who I'm sure would really appreciate just knowing there's someone else out there who they can sort of, it's just getting those first contacts, isn't it? Sometimes, you know, and yeah. then you, then it's, it's very easy to make a community once you've started it. <laughs> it's the starting bit. 
I think like, oh, wait a minute, your kids are older or something like that. I know someone else who has or is yeah. interested and in, was also into whatever that you're into, you know, so that's it's got to start somewhere, though. So I think this is the lovely thing about the the, the people. I mean, the Portuguese typically are that way inclined anyway I think you know it's a very as a country it's very giving and everybody's very open with information and sharing kind of you know everyone kind of you kind of become family don't you very quickly you know among other people and you're brought into the fold and I think Portugal is attracting foreigners who are also that way inclined and it does yeah. seem that communities can form really quite quickly actually uh, and the bonds between people form really quickly which is such I mean, I yeah. love seeing that. I think it's just one of the most lovely things ever. It's great. Yeah. I mean, we all have the shared thing. I mean, at least for the foreigners, you know, we all have the shared thing of being far from the place that we kind of identify with. So, yeah. I, I mean, I've been here 11 years. I see my, like, this is home for me. I don't think of the U.S. as being home, but yeah. I don't, you know, and I mean, even as a Portuguese citizen, I still see myself as American first, you know? Yeah. Yeah. that's my identity you know and that's not going to go away so it's yeah. it, you know if i meet someone even if they're from somewhere else or romania or wherever you know you kind of have this shared thing of you know we're in a place that's 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 you know not the place that we identify with and i think yeah. that's a it's really easy to bond over that you know For sure and it's important you've got to be able to know people who understand that i think it's so important yeah. Yeah, I don't. I know a lot of Americans, especially, want to avoid other Americans. We're that's like a thing we have. Like we just like I'm with the Brits. Another American in the restaurant. <laughs> like, oh, I don't want to go to that restaurant. There's Americans in there, you know. Yeah. Um, it's a, and I and I felt, definitely felt that way a lot in the beginning. Yeah. Um, but the longer I'm here, the more I'm like, oh, it's really nice to have those connections, especially as more of my life is 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 Portuguese. I mean, all my all my work things, like my family, you know, like that's that's my world now so i really value those connections that i have to other foreigners because it's like it is that little it's comforting you know so yeah. i think i'm trying to teach other americans that they can embrace that it's okay you yeah know? and it's okay it doesn't mean that you hate portugal it doesn't mean you miss america or the uk You're not assimilating which is so yeah, important it, doesn't mean us, anything. You know? it just means and it's and it's a historical thing isn't it i mean i've said to people for years you know you go back as far as you can look in the history books whenever people have moved to a foreign country there is always something, there's a food that they take with them or there's something, everyone, there's always a taste of home and it doesn't mean that you miss home, it doesn't mean that Portugal isn't your home, it just means that you have also experienced life in another place and sometimes having a link to that, just even the tiniest link to it, is actually a really big comfort, it can be a really nice thing to have. And it's really funny because I think for a lot of Americans, we love the fact that America is a very diverse country and we love like, oh, that immigrants bring all these wonderful yeah. different things to it. And then we, when we immigrate, we're like, we're going to assimilate, we're going to, you know, we're going to become Portuguese. We're going to learn, the, you know, and it's, you, you don't ever become anyone but yourself. I mean, you learn the languages, you got to do that. It's really important, yeah, but, sure. um, you know, and also to, to, you know, uh, build a community here just outside of the foreigner community, of course, but yeah you know, I mean, you, we bring things also and there's value in that. And, you know, yeah. we don't have to, yeah. we don't have to shy away from that, you know? No, exactly. I think you're absolutely right. There's, there's little quirks with every country throughout the world where we have certain humors or certain, you know, there's little things that, you know, you can relate to from a childhood thing that you would not have experienced in another country, even if it's something like a TV show or, you know, whatever it is, some, these little home comforts sometimes, I think, I think you're absolutely right. When people first move out, there is an, that I was the same actually, there is this sort of instant feel of, 
I've moved and I don't need anyone from the country I come from. <laughs> I don't need to know them at all. And you kind of what you kind of put yourself in a bit of a bubble that you don't need to be in. And only over a bit of time, I think you realise actually it's quite nice sometimes to know people who you can relate to on another level with other people. You, know, you can really have both things. You know, you yeah. can be fully, fully invested in in being here. And and I also think sometimes you can see things that are that you don't like, you know, and it's yeah. okay. To, you know, this is something because I know there's things about America that I just don't like. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It is okay for, and it's okay when immigrants there say they don't like things, you know? So it's, it's okay to, you know, to, if you're, if you're truly invested, you will find things you don't like. So, you know, that's okay. There's no paradise anywhere. That's the truth, isn't it? You know, there are better places to live. um, And there are places that maybe, you know, you didn't, you grew up and you don't want to live anymore that, uh, you know, Portugal therefore is better than, but it doesn't mean you have to love everything about it. I don't think it's, physically possible to do that with every you know there is nowhere that's 100 percent perfect for sure yeah and i think it does like you say it does show you start you've started to kind of embrace like culturally and fully immersing yourself into that world you're going to find things that <laughs> don't always tick the boxes that's just that's just yeah, the way it is once you start getting involved in politics anywhere you're gonna oh, find yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's true in the uk i mean you know i've I lived in in the UK for the first 20 years of my life solidly and there are loads of things about the UK I can't stand there are loads of things I love about it there are loads of things I can't stand about it and it doesn't make me less British or hate the cut it doesn't mean I hate the country either actually you know I just don't want to live there (laughs) no no for me I I really love America for myself I would be really happy to live there but I'm so glad that I'm raising my children here like for me like the the quality of life, the safety, the the fact that, you know, even if we have financial problems, our children are still gonna have healthcare, you know, like yeah, these kind yeah. of the basic things that I, you know, it's one thing if you're just a single person living in America and you can just make your own fate, it's, that's great, you know? And I, I certainly love my, my family, my community there and the place I grew up is wonderful and everything. But I think for for me, for raising a kid, at least for the next 18 years, I'm 100% here, probably long after that too. But but for me, that's, I mean, that's the big thing now is this is the place to be, I think, for that. Yeah, it does change your focus a lot, doesn't it? When there's other people who who are looking to you for, you know, survival. <laughs> it's a whole different feeling. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got, you've got, you've got, uh, you know, child and animals. <laughs> you've got the whole yeah. lot. <laughs> I don't know where it's better to raise cows. I really can't tell you that. (laughs) I think it's great. It sounds absolutely lovely. And I mean, I myself would love to come and see you guys and see the farm, see you posting these amazing things. And I, you know, I see what you're up to from afar, obviously. But um, yeah, I think it's absolutely great. And it's so lovely to see what you guys are doing. You're doing some amazing things in Portugal. And um, I know you're a big part of the community and you're you're very welcoming to people. I only ever hear that about you guys. So absolutely for sure. It's, yeah, yeah. It really I'm going to put your website up before I forget, actually, because this way people can come and find you. Yeah, that's there us. There we go. So um, if anybody wants to to look you up and see what you're up to and, and obviously find out about future events that maybe are popping up. Yeah, and, and, our, uh, and our, our Facebook page is the same. I mean, if you look up Echoes Duval, that's the same name. So Okay, I'll put a link on, uh, on the video share okay. because this will go out onto our Facebook and onto YouTube. So I'll stick a link onto the Facebook as well for you if you like so people can yeah, come to your Facebook. Share- 
I mean, I'm, I'm better at sharing updates about specific activities or like that we're going to have the market or those kind of things on Facebook than I am on the website. Totally so. with you on that. I hate updating websites. So I'm yeah. not, <laughs> it's not a good thing. <laughs> so you do your, your market, do you go to the market? Is it, where, how often did you say it was? It's here on the farm. Um, it's uh, right now it's kind of, we have like a big open space that's covered. So it's kind of, it's it's safe, you know. Um, yeah, it's every it's every Saturday morning from nine to twelve, and so oh. we have we have vegetables, our vegetables, but we also um, get vegetables from another certified organic farmer, um, and then we have honey and our olive oil and wine and wow. uh, my meat and so yeah, everything. And it's all organic. Everything that's certified is organic. Wow, that's so cool. That's lovely. Yeah, I might just come and move in. <laughs> if that's all right. <laughs> Yes, and we have a bed and breakfast. Come stay. <laughs> You'll never get rid of me. That'll be it. You'll regret saying it. <laughs> I think it sounds absolutely amazing, and I, for one, can't wait. I'll, when I do come, I'll make sure to post some videos onto Facebook when I'm there as well, because it will yeah. be lovely for other people to share it, I'm sure. But Wonderful. if anybody is watching this and fancies coming to meet you, then obviously they can come every Saturday at the moment, obviously pending yeah. things changing, and you know. but your Facebook page, I guess, will be up to date with all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Look, thank you so much for having a chat with us today and just sharing a little bit about your amazing story. I think it's uh, what a great, you know, you obviously did the right thing heading to Portugal. And I mean, wow, how, how different life could have been had you not made that decision to go to Europe? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just goes well, to show, you. doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Really, really grateful to chat to you, Alison. We will, um, yeah, we'll catch up again soon. Maybe we'll, maybe next year when things have settled down a bit we can hear about some of the amazing events you've got planned because they will be happening yes. <laughs> yes. i hope so yes absolutely <laughs> thanks again you take care now bye now bye